Welcome everyone to the Ovet Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Chaf Dalad. We will begin on Daf Chaf Gimel Amud Bet. We're starting at the words Lema Kitanai. Lema Kitanai, two lines before the wide lines on Chaf Gimel Amud Bet. Today's Daf is a Zechut for Refuah Shelema for Yafa Pat Rachel. She should have Refuah Shelema Bechol Evarev Bechol Gidea, as well as a zechut for success for the family, uh, for the family, for the wife and children of our anonymous sponsor. Says the Gemara, let's assume that the machloket about whether or not you mourn on Shabbat is machloket tanaim. A person with a dead body in front of him. He eats in a different house. He shouldn't eat in front of the dead body. Okay? Eat in your friend's house. Okay? If you nothing to make a mechitza, turn away and eat. You can't lay down and eat. In the olden days, people used to lay down when they ate. That would be asur because you have to show that you're not enjoying the eating in front of this dead body who is not able to eat like you. You can't eat meat or wine. And you don't make a beracha when you eat it. You don't make zimun. You can't make bukat mazon. No, I'm sorry. You cannot make with others. What? You cannot make with others, maybe. Yes. Which means that people can't make a for him. Let's say you don't know how to make a beracha, then they can't, they can't make a beracha for you, and they can't include you in zimun. You don't have to pray, and you don't have to. Um, How could he misamin him? If he, if he cannot eat, I mean, other people eating with him? He could eat. So how do you misamin him? They can't, even though he's eating bread, they can't use him for zimun. There's three people ate, one of them. How, how, did, he, how did he become the stage of his zimun? That means they're in front of him. They're with him, yes. So those who could eat, this guy cannot eat? What they they all ate. They all ate. Let's say they put a mechitza and they ate. Okay, so they were together. They're together. No zimun. He's not. He's not going to bench. Okay. He's onen. His meto mutalifanav. He's onen. And the other guys, the two, those two guys, are not onen. They're not onen. No, there's two other guys. They're friends of his. They're they, just helping him. Yeah, they're with him. Uh-huh. They're helping him. They're with him. They're, they're eating there anyway. The guy, that guy's there. Who knows? But what if the guy died in the dining room? They're just eating there. Okay. okay? But on Shabbat, you can lean and you can eat. You can eat basal v'yayin, b'varech, u'mezamen, v'archim mezamin v'alav, v'chayav b'kat shema tefilah, u'tefilin. Now, Mr. Binyamin is nervous about the word tefilin because one would think that you should not be chayav tefilin. This is Shabbat. Yes. Okay, so if you look on the side, it says, you don't have it. 
take out the word tefillin. You don't have it on your side. I have it in my most Rashid Taviyad. It was good that you asked to get the better Gemara because over here on the side of the new Gemara it says that you take out those words. Okay, take it tefillin. Okay. Um, since you chayav in these on Shabbat, you chayav in all the mitzvot on Shabbat, and therefore, the difference says you chayav in all the other things, and Rabbanu says that once you chayav in this, you chayav in tashmish mita also. My love, the more savar yesh available for Shabbat, more savar yesh available Shabbat. We're assuming the machloka between the two rabbis is the rabbi who allows Tashmisha Mita relations with your wife, he's assuming that there's no avidut on Shabbat at all, and therefore you're allowed to have Tashmisha Mita. And the rabbi who doesn't allow Tashmisha Mita, he's saying, listen, we're allowing you to do public things that you're allowed to do, but privately there's still avidut, and therefore anything that's not private, that's not public, it's still Asura, and therefore you're in Avilu and Shabbat because you can't have Tashmish Mita. And therefore we see this machloket, whether there's this machloket that we had before about whether or not there is Avilu or Shabbat or not is actually machloket between these two rabbis, whether or not you're going to have Tashmish Mita is the same machloket. So I mean, my, who said? Maybe the reason why Tanakama said over there, that's because you didn't bury the dead body. But in our case, where he's just mourning, maybe Tanakama would agree that you're allowed to have relations. So in other words, maybe even the rabbi who says that you're not allowed to have relations is only saying that because you're onen. But if you're Avel, he'll agree you could have relations, maybe. And therefore, everyone will agree that there is no Avelu on Shabbat. Or maybe if you want to say that everyone holds there is Avelu on Shabbat, there's a way to go also. Maybe the only reason why God says you, you, that you can have relations, because you're not an Avel yet, you're still Onen. Right? Maybe he would agree over here that there is Avelu. And therefore, you don't have a proof either way. In a way, onen is less stringent. In a way, it's more stringent. And therefore, since it has a way to be stringent, more and less stringent, you don't have a proof from an onen case to what you would hold in an avel case. And therefore, you don't tell me, just because it's a machloket, Rabban Gamil Tanakama, regarding onen, that that, 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 that that machloket necessarily carries over to avelut. Yes, avelut Shabbat or en avelut Shabbat. Is the avelut Shabbat or not? Amale and Avilut Shabbat. He told him there's no Avilut Shabbat. Okay. Says the Gemara, Yativ Rabbanan Kamei Rapapa Vika Amri Lebishmei Neshmuel. Neshmuel. They were sitting in front of him and they said Neshmuel's name. Avel Shishimish Mitov Bimei Avlo Chayam Mita. An Avel who has relations during the seven days is Chayam Mita. Bidei Shemaim. He said, first of all, it was Asur. It doesn't say Yechayam Mita, it says Asur. And they said in the name of Yochanan. If you heard from Shmuel, you heard the opposite. 
an Avel who didn't let his hair grow or didn't rip his clothes, because it says by uh, Aaron, it says that Aaron is not supposed to mourn. Don't let your hair grow, and then you won't die. Which means that if you are Yechayah Mita, but he never said about this that Yechayah Mita. Okay? And Shmuel never said that he, he, Shmuel says that you're allowed to have uh, relations on Shabbat. So it can't be Shmuel must be Yochanan. We learned in Masechet Evel Rabti that Avel Asul Shemesh Mitov be Me Evlo. He's not allowed to have relations while he's in Evel. Um, there was a guy who had relations while he was mourning, and the pigs grabbed his dead body. Which means, what does that mean? Says Rashi. Uh... Rashi on the side. Rashi over here says that means the pigs, uh, some pig bit off his uh, milah as a punishment for what he did. I guess they're not going with Shmuel. Hold on. What he has to do on Shabbat, if it's Pachaz, he has to do it. If it's Netar, it's Asur. What does that mean? Piryat Rosh, uncovering your head, is a Chova. Chazarat Karat Lachorav, turning your rip to the back. I mean, don't walk around Shabbat with ripped clothing. And zikifat mita, straighten your bed, chova, those you have to do. What's the obligation? What's not the obligation? Netar, ni'ilata sandal, wearing leather shoes, tashmisha mita, and having relations, and and washing your hands with hot water in the afternoon, those are optional. What's the difference? Zikifat mita and tashmisha mita. Did you they used to turn their bed upside down? Right? That's what you usually do. No, it doesn't mean it. You can have relations separately. Okay? Rav Amar, Rav says, uncovering your head is also the shoot. You're allowed to leave it covered. Okay? Okay. According to Shmuel, why is wearing shoes at a shoot? Not everyone wears their shoot on Shabbat. Not everyone uncovers their head, so therefore it should be okay to uncover your head. Why does Shmuel hold <coughs> that you have to uncover your head? No, Shmuel goes his reason. Anytime you rip your clothes when you're not very, very upset, it's not called a, 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 a kera, not a rip. Any wrapping, if we wrap your head, if it's not like Yishmaelim, you didn't wrap your head. And therefore, 
Machri Rav Nachman ad gubi didikna. Rav Nachman showed that they don't go, they wrap it all the way up to the hollow of the cheek. And therefore, that's only done by mourners. And therefore, you have to take it off on Shabbat. But if it was like Rav, who holds that you're allowed to do it less than the, the, than the Ishmaelim, so that is a normal way to wrap your head, and therefore you would be allowed to leave that on Shabbat. It would only be Rashut to uncover it. <coughs> okay. Amar Yaakov, Amar Raglav. This is if it only has, doesn't have shoes. If he has shoes, if he puts leather shoes, so he's showing that he's not mourning, and then he can leave his head covered. Yuchap? Leaving your head covered shows you're in mourning. That's a problem if you're not wearing shoes. But if you're wearing shoes to show you're not in mourning, then it's okay to leave your head covered. Okay? Says the Gemara, We said before that anytime you rip your clothes and you weren't very upset, it's not called a rip. They told Shmuel that Rav passed away. He, he ripped all 12 garments. Amar, he said, The man I was scared of is gone. We told passed He ripped thirteen rows of silk. Amar Azal Now we see from here that if he ripped thirteen garments on thirteen different days, so we're assuming that. He was wasn't as upset on the thirteenth day. So how can you say that's called a ripping? So they went, no. Since when you Shani Ramana the rabbi is different. Whenever you remember their teachings, it's like the day they passed away. And therefore it is called a ripping. Meaning, if you get to a point where you wouldn't know the answer because the rabbi passed away, mm-hmm. that makes it like the time. That if you can rip 13 different times, then it's still a problem. Says the Gemara, Amar le Rabin, Bar Ada, le Rava, Amar Talmidach, Rav Amram, your student Rav Amram said, Tanya, we learned in Ebrita, Avel Kol Shiva Kuni Lefanav, all seven days, he puts the rip in front of his body. If he wants to change his garment, he could change Vikoreya, but he has to rip the next garment. Right? Bishabat, on Shabbat, Korolachav is rip is behind him. But if you want to change, you could change it, don't rip the new one. So you see that you could rip it even though it's not the time of grief. Because it says that if you want to put a new one, you can put a new one and rip it. So how could you tell me? You can't rip unless it's the time when you heard the news or it's bad grief. Here we see that if you want to change it, you're allowed to change it as long as you rip the new one. Mm-hmm. That's regarding your father and mother, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which means that there's a separate, nothing to do with ripping. We learned last week that there's a separate halacha that for kavod of your parents, 
there's a halacha to do extra stuff. And therefore, one of the things you could do is you're allowed to rip, even though your ripping is not called a ripping, you're just doing a kavod thing. And it's only on a father and mother, not for a sister. It says in the we said before that when you rip, a person rips for a father or mother, then you're not allowed to sew it. But these rips that we're doing now are not really called rips because it's not at the time of your mourning, mm-hmm. right? They're called, they're just for kavot. So can I rip, can I sew back up these rips? Says the father of Oshia and Bar Kapara. One says you can, one says you can. Says, who's who? Probably it's the father of Rav Oshia who says you can't sew it up. Because Rav Oshia says you can't sew things up. If, if Rav Oshia said it, he probably said it from his father. And therefore, let's assume that, that the rabbi who says you can't is the father of Oshia, not Bar Kapara. It could be that Rav Oshia heard it from his rabbi, Bar Kapara. And therefore, Rav Oshia has his father, who's the father of Oshia. But the rabbi argued with him, because is Rebbe, and therefore you have no proof that, that, that from the fact that Rav Oshia says you can't do it, which rabbi said what? Okay. Amar says, Avel metayel bunkaili bitoch beto. An Avel could walk around in his house in his shirt. Abaye Ashkele Yosef, the Paris le Sudra Adeshi put a, a, a kerchief on his head. Okay, the Azil the Aiti were going around his house. Amale lo savale mar and avilut b'Shabbat. Don't you hold his door avilut b'Shabbat? Amale hachem yochran devarim shemitzinah nahuk. Things they do private, you still have to do, and therefore. He holds that you're, you're allowed to do in private, you're allowed to keep the things. And that's why he kept himself wrapped, even on Shabbat. Says the Gemara, What about Shavuot? Did you, did you see this Mishnah yet? We did this Mishnah. Our Mishnah. The Mishnah had said that normally it's a seven-day holiday. Cholmar is a seven-day holiday. But on Shavuot, it's only a two-day holiday. It's only a one-day holiday, really. So, so, in the time of the Beit HaMikdash, you allowed it, Shavuot was really a seven-day holiday because even though it's only one day, but you could do your korbanot of, of, of the holiday for the next six days afterwards, right? right? But after the Beit HaMikdash is destroyed, then it's really a one-day holiday. So we want to claim that while the Beit HaMikdash is around, it has the halacha like a holiday. It breaks up your your avilut. But on now the Beit Midrash is not destroyed. Rabbi Eliezer wants to claim that Atzeret becomes like a Shabbat. Shavuot becomes a Shabbat, and therefore it doesn't break it up. Okay, and Rosh Hashanah is like Shabbat. Amrab Gidel Bar Menashe Amashmul. 
Halacha is like Aban Gamliel, who says that Rosh Hashanah and Kippur are also like holidays. The Ikid Matli the Hav Gidl Bamrasha Aha. Other learned Gidl Bamrasha was learning about something else. Kol Shoshim Yom Tinok Yotzebechek. If a kid dies for during the first 30 days, you could just take him out by carrying him without a coffin. Right? You could bury him with one woman and two men. But you can't bury him with one man and two women because that's Aib. Because that would be Yichud. Abashul holds, no, you could bury a baby with one man and two women, even though it's a Yichud problem. But you can't stand alone. The reason why he says it's okay is because people are going to be upset about burying and they're not going to do an Avera. Okay. Not only that, you don't make a, make rows to console the mourners. You can't make Berkat Avelim and you can't do Tanchome Avelim. Once it's 30 days old, you take him out of the box. Not a box on the shoulder. Ella. A box that you carry in your arms. You do stand in a row. Once the kid's 12 months old, then you take him out on a, on a bed. If he's one year old, but his limbs are like two years old, or he's two years old and his limbs are like one year old, Yotzimitai goes out in a de- in in a in a bed. Okay. Rashba Omer, Hayotzimitai Rabim Metzavim Alav. If you go out in a bed, everyone cries over him. And Yotzimitai, if he doesn't go out in the bed, then they don't have to cry over him. If everyone knew who he was, then everyone gets involved in him. If they didn't know who he was, then they don't get involved in him. Okay. What about giving a hesped for the kid? If it's a poor kid, it's a three-year-old. If it's a wealthy kid, then it's a five-year-old. It seems like poor people love their kids more because it's a bigger sacrifice for them to take care of their kids. And therefore, they they get a, a, a hesped already at three years old, whereas an old rich kid, only a five-year-old. He says, no, Anim are five-year-olds and Ashim is six-year-olds. If the people, the parents are older, then they're like poor people and they, they go younger because they love their kids more. Right? Either because they can't have more kids or because they thought the kids are going to help them out. But We follow Rabbi Yudah who said the name of Rabbi Yishmael which is that it's five and six depending on whether you're poor or rich. Rabbi Barson made a dirasha at the edge of the Nasi's house. If they did 
one day of mourning before Shavuot, then Shavuot comes. Right? Harekan Arba'asar. You have 40 days like past. What does that mean? How does 14 days pass? Says Rashi. Because Shavuot counts like seven. And therefore the day before Atzeret, Chashuv Zayin counts as seven. So he wants to claim that the day counts like one, like seven, plus the holiday is seven, and therefore you're ready 14 days past out of 30, and you only have 14 days left afterwards. Shema Rebbe Ami Vikpid. Rabbi Ami heard this, he was very upset. Okay? Amar Atu Didehu. Is this what he said? Dibrazar Amar Raboshihi. That's a blessing of Roshia. We'll see in a second. Dirashav is not Akila de Rashi Negeluta. Yomechad Vatzerev Vatzerev. Harekan Vabasar. Shema Rosheshesh Vikpid. Amar Atu Didehu. Dibrazar Roshihi. That's a blessing of Roshia again. Both these rabbis are saying their own things. Either Ritzuk Nafcha or of Ani, Anani, are both saying the same halacha, and they're not quoting Rezim and Moshe, and they're getting yelled at for the fact that they're quoting it for themselves, and they're not quoting it in the name of Rezim and Moshe. Who's Rezim and Moshe? How do we know that if you missed a korban on, uh, on Shavuot, you can make it up for seven days? Just like on Pesach, you have seven days of, you can bring the Quran Chagigah on all Cholmohed, so to Shavuot, you can bring it for seven days afterwards. And therefore, once it's like that, so therefore it's automatic that it's going to count for 14 days. Right. Okay, interesting. Okay. Adbere Rapapa Rav Ivya Saba Vidalash. Rapapa was walking with Ivya Saba on the street and he said, The same thing regards to Roshana. That if you did a day before Roshana, you're 14 days already passed out of 30. He wants to claim, at least according to Rabbi Gamliel, that if Rosh Hashanah becomes like a holiday and it knocks off your morning, it should also work out. All right, it should also work out that Rosh Hashanah should be like a fourteen days that passed. Okay, Amar Avina Avina says, "Hilkach therefore Yom Echad Chag Vechag V'Shmini Shalom." If you have one day before the holiday, before Sukkot, plus Shemini Atzeret, 
That's 21 days. Why? Why is 21? So Sukkot finished the Shiva. Plus the seven days of the Sukkot is another seven. And Shemina had said it was his own holiday, is another seven. That's right. 21. Ravina ikla le surah le parat. Ravina gave the surah le parat. Amale, Ravchavina mi surah le parat Ravina. Amamar yom echad le pnei roshana, roshana, hadei kanabasar. One day before roshana, pas roshana is 14. Amale, ana, mistavu kamangim le huda amina. We all hold like that, right? Uh, we hold that roshana is the same as the other one. That's who wants to claim. No, the master, we don't hold like that. No. Others say that he meant. I just. I just meant that 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 mustava like Rabban Gamliel. I'm not holding like Rabban Gamliel myself. Okay. Baruch Adonai Leolam. Amen. Amen. Rezat Hashem. Tomorrow at eight o'clock we'll start. From the Mishnah. Uh-huh. Did it come up? I don't know where it is. Yeah. Where is it? We did it before, right? Where is it? Okay, it's still going.